Hi, and welcome to episode 40 of the Heartland Knits podcast. My name is Vicki. I am also known as Heartland Knits on Ravelry Plurk and Instagram. And today is Monday, July 22nd, 2013. Yes, it's Monday. Yesterday, I was just not feeling up to recording. This is kind of the crunch week. Um, knitting camp is at the end of the week, but my roommate's coming in tomorrow, so... I was busy cleaning and baking and all of those things. So I just didn't have time to sit down and record something. And today's show is going to be very quick, but I wanted to check in, let you know how everything's coming along. Um, so let me show you. I worked on one thing this week. And you know what it is. <laughs> and no, it is not done yet. And yes, I'm leaving for camp on Thursday. It will be done. And this is my Blue One Bohus, which is going to be done before needing camp at the end of this week. I, um, you know, cast off. The bottom edge is going to look... I did a little test block on one little section because as I, um, I did an I-cord cast off, it started kind of rolling a little bit and it got me scared so I'm going to show that to you so if you can see the part that's kind of here this part that's like scalloped like that so that's how the bottom is going to be blocked out and the cuffs of the sleeves but I am working on the front band and I'm doing these in kind of a very tedious way <laughs> Um, because I wanted to preserve the um, traditional boho sweaters or cardigans actually have um, they're knit flat they're not lit like I'm doing and um, that I'm going to cut it open um, and the button band on those sweaters is sort of you use a separate skein of yarn doing it sort of in tarja so that the the band is done with a different skein so you have like that dividing um but they're done it's done vertically and so i kind of wanted to preserve that the vertical band um instead of just picking up all along the side and working it out i am building it up and so what i decided to do i'm doing kind of a takeoff on what is in that lace pattern so you can see I'm trying to you know hopefully you'll be able to see um, so that it's it's um, kind of a derivative of that um, vertical lace band and then I'm going to come along later and do you know with that I-cord that I did on the cast off I'm going to um, work all the way up the top around and then back down just to give it a little more finished edge and how I'm doing this, and actually maybe it's good that I don't have this done because then um, I can try to explain it. Um, I'm hoping when my roommate comes to do like a little um, demo, um, I don't know that this will be done. Maybe she can do it right on here. So I'm using my little, um, my little straight signatures for this. And... Um, it's a technique called, I learned it as the sliding loop. It was in an old issue of Knitter's Magazine, I think 
2001, and this was a technique that um, Rick Mondragon, the, the editor, um, wrote about. And um, he used it for doing kind of like a vertical intarsia. Um, there was a sweater on the cover that made from Noro, and so it had like bands that the long, um, you know, color change, um, and that they would start in different places. But so I'm doing this, and so what I'm doing is, um, I'm kind of digging down in and drawing up a big loop of of um, yarn, so that the ball of yarn is coming, you know, down um, from the the top. And, and my sweater has not been um, cut open yet. So this is this big long loop. One side of the loop is, you know, attached there. And this is the long that's attached to the ball of yarn. And so what you do is you knit back with the, with the yarn that is, you know, from the row below. You knit back this way and then this way. And then you pull the loop tight. And then you go up and you pull out another loop, knit back, and then forward. And um, so you have to, um, I've done this before. I did this on my pink bows too. And used like just a crochet hook to hook the yarn and pull it up. These needles, these little signatures are so sharp that I don't really need the crochet hook because I can kind of get it hooked on there and, and pull it forward. Um, but it's, you know, it's kind of tedious, you know, doing that. And um, so I did the band. The the other one side of the band took maybe three or four days just because I can't sit and do it for a long time. So I have about half of the second band because this one has um, buttonholes in it. And, um, and then I did already take off. The white that was at the top always um, was my piece of scrap yarn, my provisional cast on. And so I've got these on um, circulars and then I'll work, um, you know, like it's at the bottom around the top. And I know that won't take very long at all because it'll be like, you know, six rows or something. <laughs> That'll go really fast. So I am still thinking it's going to get done in time. Um, just because, and I haven't really had, you know, sat down and knit on it very much in the last couple of days, just because I've been cleaning and baking and, you know, getting things ready for um, when I'm not here. Um, so it's not done. And I could do this. I mean, I could open up the steak and then I wouldn't have to dig that yarn up. It would be right there. Oh, here. And I'll show you the inside of this, too. So that you can sort of see. If you see, here's my line of my steak. And then these other little stitches, that's the line. If I can find them. This right here, that's the line as I'm like pulling that loop up. That's the line of the blue yarn running up there. So I could um, open the steak and then it you know, would be open pulling it. Um, I generally like to do my bands and things uh, on a steak sweater before I cut it open just because there's less like pulling and and stuff and where that that um, line where I'm pulling that it up that is going to be 
right inside of where when this is, has a crochet steak. I'll show it to you, but here, I'll show you up here. Maybe it worked out then. So this is um, right on here. If you can see that blue line right there, that is the crochet steak. See that? That is um, my, my line of crochet. So when I cut it open, that will just fold back in form of casing. And that um, you know line where I'm picking up stitches is going to be kind of like right encased in there, too. So it's going to get done. It is. Um, so that's the only thing I worked on. That's the only thing I have to show you. I have nothing finished. I have no spinning. Tour de fleece was a total bust for me. Um, I did decide, I will show you this, I did decide, I'm pretty sure, unless there's a last minute change, but which could happen, but I did decide on what I what was going to do for my camp project, and I've wanted to knit these for a while, and I considered them last year, and I thought, oh, they're going to be too complicated, and you know, but I think I think I'm going to do them. And these are the garter stitch um, gloves. They're like sideways gloves. And this is from Knit One Knit All. I like to do, for my camp project, I like to do something Elizabeth Zimmerman or Meg or, you know, somebody who's there. So I think I'm going to do those. And I bought, last year, I bought um, this yarn, which is fairy hair. And this is from Kim Croft. And in this, this really kind of pretty, it's not quite as bright as that. It's a little bit darker. Um, but it is a Merino Angora, 30 Angora and 70% Merino. So um, they're really soft. So I think that is going to be my camp project um, for this um, for this year. And the only other thing, I'm, you know, I, I, oh, you know, another reason why I, didn't get too, too much um, done on the sweater last week. I did work on it a little bit down there, but um, Thursday I went down to the um, Wisconsin State Fair judging um, with a friend. I didn't have anything in there to judge, but she had a bunch of stuff, and I had promised her a couple years ago that I would go down there with her the next time she entered, and so I got to do that. And I took my sweater with me, and I knit on it a little bit, um, down there, but I didn't knit in the car or anything. So I would could probably tell you like tons of stuff about it. I just, I really don't have time to. So, <laughs> um, but that was, it was a lot of fun to go, um, watch the judging. And the other thing I have is the, and the other reason I really wanted to get a podcast done is we had the 300 member drawing and I, um, pulled a number just so I could look it up. Um, you know, really quickly, and it was um, number 48 came up. It just, I when I grabbed this, I, I that's why I was looking, it was like, it wasn't 48, it was 40, it wasn't 41. It, you have to look, I hit the generate button when I pulled this up. See, I just pulled, just hit it again. So it was 48 was the first number down there. Um, so, and number 48 was um, Flame Fingers, who is Vanessa, 
and she um, so she won the seven dollar giftable pattern on Ravelry. So Vanessa, um, write to me and let me know um, what pattern you'd like, and I'll get that off to you. The question was, what kind of pie is your favorite? And she said mulberry pie with mulberries from her big tree, the big tree they have. I've never had mulberry pie, so that sounds interesting. So that is about it for the show. Let me make sure one more time that there's nothing in these notes. Nope, there isn't. Um, really, really quick show. Um, next week, um, Sunday, I will be at Knitting Camp. I'm hoping to maybe talk my roommate into joining me for um, a pot, um, record, uh, to record. We'll see. I don't know that I would do it on Sunday because um, I'll still be there, but like maybe Monday. Um, so um, hopefully that'll where I, I hope to take lots of pictures and maybe a little video or I don't know. Um, so I'm, I'm, if you can't tell, I'm really looking forward to going. <laughs> but that is, you know, thanks for watching so much, for tuning in this little short, quick show. I'm not going to do any kind of editing or anything on it. Just try to get it up right away. But um, thanks so much for watching. Until next week, from my heart to yours, happy knitting.